1: a day podcast.
0: What's going on everybody? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to another episode of the Packet a podcast. I'm your host Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. You can follow the podcast at Packet Podcast and of course, if you've not subscribed already, what are you waiting for? It is so simple. Just hit that little subscribe button below, turn on those notifications, tell a friend about the podcast, like all of those things, comment. Uh, always look forward to those as well. Always appreciate your support. Have a really fun episode lined up for you today. Today we're going to be going over really the differences between the 2020 Green Bay Packer team and this 2023 version, trying to figure out, can this 2023 team be better than last year's team? And I think it's interesting for a variety of reasons, right? You had the team in 2022, a season ago, who is eight and nine. And they decided to change some things up to say the least, most notably changing quarterbacks and moving to Jordan Love and trading Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. But gone are the likes of Dean Lowry and Jerron Reed and Alan Lazard and Mercedes Lewis and Randall Cobb, etc. Robert Tunyon. This is not the same exact team. And there were some significant changes this off season, but this also wasn't a team that exactly tore it up last year. And some changes were definitely needed. And as I went through the, you know, started going through some of the games from a season ago and started looking back at my grades, it sort of made me a little bit more bullish on this 2023 version of the team that they could be better. And I think that eight and nine record from a season ago really makes this exercise so much more intriguing because that is sort of the Mendoza line, right? Right. If this team plays one game better than they did a season ago in our nine and eight, they're probably in the conversation and maybe even in the playoffs this upcoming season. If they do two games better, they might be in the conversation for winning the NFC North. If they do a game worse, all right, now you're seven and 10. You're probably looking at that end of the season where you're not even battling for a playoff spot. If you're two games worse, you're six and 11, and now things are probably looking much more, uh, you know, not grim, but certainly a little bit more disappointing than I think most fans are hoping for for this upcoming season. So I think that's why this is so interesting is because of where Green Bay finished a season ago. So let's just kind of go through this and pick and choose what we think is going to be better positionally in 2023, what we think is going to be the same, and what we think is ultimately going to be worse. And clearly two things right off the bat here, injuries are going to play a massive Part in this, we might think right now that Green Bay is better than what they were a season ago, and you have a couple injuries, and that just goes right down the toilet and it completely tanks a certain position on the team. That could easily happen. And the second one, and right where we're starting, is with quarterback and that Jordan Love. Who knows? It could be a lot better than what Aaron Rodgers was a season ago, it could be a lot worse, and it's more likely somewhere in between the two of those. Now, we had a whole Twitter, I didn't, but there's a whole Twitter discussion again on Aaron Rodgers and what type of performance he had a season ago. Was it just the thumb? Was it the ribs? Or was he just not playing well all season long? We don't need to get into all of that. Everyone's gonna have their own individual opinions of how Aaron played a season ago. I will say this, and I think a lot of people know I'm I'm Semi bullish on Jordan Love. I'm I'm excited. I, I should put it that way. I'm excited to see what Jordan's going to be this upcoming season. I don't have a great feel for what that's ultimately going to look like, but I'm excited to see what it's going to bring. And I have been somebody who's been a huge proponent that it was time to move on from Aaron and just go in a different direction. I just thought the window for the Aaron Rodgers led Green Bay Packers were closed in large part due to the contract you look at the stats from a season ago, they weren't anything to write home about. Less than 4,000 yards, less than 30 touchdowns, over 10 interceptions. The efficiency wasn't super great. Yes, the thumb played a part. Young receivers played a part. Sammy Watkins, Amari Rogers played a part. Uh, all of that is unequivocally true. But what I'll also say is go and look at the quarterback stats from a season ago. And yes, we get broken in just our thinking of quarterbacks because of guys like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, and also because of what Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre have done at the high levels of their careers. And we're talking about seven MVPs between those two quarterbacks. So the bar is pretty freaking high at quarterback in Green Bay, to say the least. But Aaron's season in comparison to the rest of the league last year was still a pretty good quarterback, a middle-of-the-road quarterback at worst. And that is going to be tough. I think this is a, a turning point in the NFL, at least it was last year, where defenses were a lot better last season. And defenses won more often than not against offenses. It points were down, touchdowns were down, red zone efficiency was down. It was not the same. Like we were not seeing like teams just put you know putting up 35, 40 points a game. It was a much more defensive driven season. So some of what Aaron had statistically last year was a part partially due to the way defenses were playing, not giving up those big explosive plays, making teams earn every single yard, work their way down the field on those 15 play 80 yard drives. And that was sort of a microcosm of what was going on throughout the course of the league. So Aaron's season last year was by no means terrible when you compare it to everything else that was going on. It was just not Aaron Rodgers-esque. The other thing I will say here, and because of that is if we're going to paint apples to apples and say, yeah, you know what? I think Jordan's just going to come in and I don't think Green Bay is going to miss a beat. 99% 99% of the time when you're talking about an Aaron Rodgers season and just about every other Aaron Rodgers season besides last year and his first season as a starter which were almost identical statistically by the you know by the way but outside of those two seasons if you're going from Aaron Rodgers to you know Jordan Love in this situation you're just like wow that is a massive downgrade like it's just how could it not be right that's a four-time MVP you're comparing him to but If you had to take over for any versions of Aaron Rodgers and try to have it be equal, similar, or maybe even a little bit better, it's last year's version, right? I think we would all agree that statistically and just impact-wise, that was probably Aaron Rodgers' worst season as a starter. I think even worse than his initial season as a starter in Green Bay. Now, again, Aaron says it best. His worst seasons are most quarterbacks' best seasons. He's not wrong. That's a million percent right. And like I said at the onset, that was not a, a like a terrible season by Aaron in any capacity. And if I had to argue overall, I think even just going to Jordan this year is probably still a step back in some capacity. That being said, Aaron Rodgers plus Jordan Love last year per my grades was plus 0.75 grade so far down from a normal Aaron Rodgers season like it it it's down basically like 20 points. Like usually he's a plus 20 plus player and I think his MVP season a few years ago was like in the 40s. Like he grades massively well. So the fact that you know Aaron was plus 0.2, Jordan Love actually had a better grade last year per my grades than Aaron Rodgers did. Now, extremely small sample size, but that's why I'm sort of bullish on the idea that if you told me that Jordan Love ended in the positives this year, he he's more likely than not going to grade much better, or at least better than what Aaron Rodgers did a season ago. That was, the, that was his worst season in Green Bay. So I think there's a world easily in which Jordan can achieve what Aaron did a season ago. Now, how likely is that remains to be seen. And I do think that there's a chance that Jordan has a worse season than what Aaron did a season ago. In fact, if I were placing a bet today, I would probably say in some capacity, it's worse. And the turnovers, I think are going to be what ultimately decides this. If Jordan has a ton of turnovers, it's going to be really tough to overcome. That said, I my guess is statistically, Love is a little bit worse in some capacity than what Aaron was a season ago. But my guess is based on grades by PFF and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Love graded better than what Aaron did a season ago. So I'll say that this, still in some capacity, is a step back for Green Bay this season. I think Jordan is going to have some challenges in his first year. I think defensive coordinators are going to throw a ton at him to see what he can handle. This is an extremely young offense. There will be some hiccups with this, but I think down the road, you know, you know, you know, let's just say next year he's the the starter again, which I fully expect. I think next year is where you're going to see him be much better, you know, potentially even much better than what Aaron was a season ago. But I think this year just being a little bit of a transition, if I were to bet it's probably a little bit worse, but I don't think by a ton. And if you said it was pretty even, apples to apples, I wouldn't be surprised at that either. I think the big thing also to remember here is last year they had an extremely viable backup quarterback in Jordan Love. This year, going to Sean Clifford or maybe a Danny Etling is a fairly significant downgrade from a backup quarterback standpoint. So should something happen to Jordan and one of those quarterbacks has to play for three, four, or, you know, heaven forbid more weeks than that, that would be where this takes a massive, massive hit from where it was at a season ago. So I do think that Jordan has the ability to put up some similar numbers. I'll say slightly worse, but I don't think it's going to be by a ton. And I think it could even grade better than what it did a season ago. All right. Last year at running back, you had Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, you had Patrick Taylor, Kylan Hill, and those four together graded plus 7.75. So a good grade for those running backs on the whole. This year, you still have- Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, you still have Patrick Taylor on the roster right now, instead of, um, you know, instead of Kylan Hill, who barely played, I think he played like two snaps, but you have Tyler Goodson and then Lou Nichols, the seventh round pick. So I, I think their depth is a little bit better right now, but basically this is the exact same running back room. The reason I think this is going to grade better and be better in 2023 is because of the offensive line. And I talked about this the other day. We'll talk about it more in just a little bit again, but I think the offensive line is going to be so much better that it is massively going to affect you know, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, and any other running back that gets in the backfield. So I expect this to actually grade better. Running backs pretty consistently grade in the positive. Unless you're having a lot of fumbles, it's it's hard to get negative plays or unless you completely miss an open hole, drop some passes, et cetera. But there's a lot of opportunities for positive. So this, you know, the plus 7.75 was good, but Aaron Jones usually on his own is probably in like the plus eight or nine range. Dylan's usually in the plus three or four range. And I don't think anyone else is going to knock it down too many pegs off of that. So I would expect this to be plus 12 or better this season, which would be a step in the right direction and better than what it was a season ago. But from a talent standpoint, very similar uh, in, in overall talent, just Kylin Hill gone and a couple new guys in his stead. All right, wide receiver last year, Sammy Watkins, Romeo Dobbs, Randall Cobb, Christian Watson, Alan Lazard, Juwan Winfrey, Samore Touré, and Amari Rogers played at wide receiver. So eight total wide receivers with a total grade of plus 0.1. Now you've got Watson, Dobbs, Toure again with Jaden Reed, Dontavian Wicks, Grant DuBose, Malik Heath, and Bo Melton. Those are probably your top receivers as of the moment. So this is an interesting one and you have a lot of young players, but Amari Rogers and Sammy Watkins graded so poorly a season ago, even though Alan Lazard uh, was a, a positive, Randall Cobb was a neutral, overall, you're kind of having addition by subtraction as long as Jaden Reed doesn't play similarly to Amari Rogers or Dontavian Wicks doesn't play similarly to Sammy Watkins or whoever it may be. And I think the big thing here is we saw some pretty positive plays, specifically from Christian Watson. If you extrapolate that through the course of a 17 game season, assuming he can stay healthy, that should be a huge positive. Romeo Dobbs in year two, we've been talking about how much better he looks. He should be better in year two. Samari Toure should be better. So now it just is a question of how much better and how do those new players, specifically Wicks, Dubose, Heath, Melton, whoever is ultimately on the field, how do those players ultimately play? Rookies tend to grade, not so great. There's going to be some bumps there too. So we'll see. I think this is probably going to be similar with the opportunity for it to be much better. And I think that's in large part due to Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs taking significant steps and not having Amari Rogers and Sammy Watkins out on the field taking snaps. So I will say slightly better here for wide receiver.
1: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
0: Hey, everybody. Here on the Packaday podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. Tight end's another very interesting one. Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tunyon, Josiah Deguara, and Tyler Davis graded a net plus 1.05 a season ago. Again, these are all per my grades. This year, you've got Luke Musgrave, Tucker Kraft, Josiah Deguara and Tyler Davis. So Deguara Davis, Deguara Davis equals itself out, right? You've got Robert Tunyon and Mercedes Lewis versus Musgrave and Tucker Kraft, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Kraft. So this is where it becomes so interesting. On a peer receiving standpoint, give me Musgrave and Kraft all day, every day. Mercedes Lewis, not bringing much to the table as a receiving threat. Robert Tunyon just wasn't the same after the catch wasn't able to separate down the field. Like Luke Musgrave should run circles around Robert Tunyon and what he was able to do a season ago. Tucker Kraft will be a much better receiving threat than Mercedes Lewis was at the two. So from a receiving standpoint, should be much, much better. From a blocking standpoint, I mean, man, Lewis, in comparison to anyone that's on the roster right now, is is a massive loss. And I do believe that Tunyon will be better than probably either of those guys or at blocking too. So blocking's going to be worse. Receiving's going to be better. But I do think based on how much this Matt LaFleur offense likes to have those tight ends block, I think this is going to go in the opposite direction. I think you could very much make an argument that this tight end group is going to add a lot of excitement and a lot of um, maneuverability for Matt LaFleur and a lot of weapons for, for Jordan Love and just some different ways that he can use them but I think the blocking is going to take a massive hit because of that, I expect them to grade a little bit worse than what they did a season ago. Those rookie tight ends don't usually grade too much the rookie season, but Luke Musgrave looks pretty darn good. And I'm certainly excited to see what he can do as well. This is the big one. Offensive line of season to go: Bakhtiari, Jenkins, Newman, Myers, Tom, Runyon, Hanson, Tenuta, and Nyman, those are the ones that played, had a combined negative 12.65 grade. I talked about this the other day. Bakhtiari should have about a plus 10 score on his own. Jenkins should be at about plus 8 on his own, and everyone else should not be negative 30 to get it back to negative 12. So I expect Myers to be better. I expect Runyon to be better. I expect Tom to be better. I expect Nyman to be at least as good as what he was a season ago. You shouldn't have to see as much of Royce Newman and Jay Hansen, and we'll see if there's depth needed after that. But I think Bakhtiari and Jenkins playing a full season. If you told me this group graded plus 15, I think that would be right around the right you know, goal to aim for. They were negative 13 basically a season ago. That is a massive swing that's going to help everything else on offense. It's going to help their red zone immensely. And that's why I'm bullish on this offense overall. We talked about the quarterback, and, you know, is that a step? back? Is it a neutral? Can it be a slight step forward? That will remain to be seen, but this offensive line could take such a huge step and play so much better than they did a season ago that I ultimately think that that's going to be the biggest and ultimate reason why I really think this offense can be better than what they were in 2022. Defensive line, Kenny Clark, this is, first of all, they only had five defensive linemen played. Now, other players may have played on the defensive line, like maybe Rashawn Gary got a couple snaps here, or there on the interior and those sort of things, but there were only five defensive linemen for the team that played a season ago, which is pretty crazy. Kenny Clark, TJ Slayton, Dean Lowry, Jerron Reed, and Devontae Wyatt were the five. They graded plus 5.15. This year, you've got Clark and Slayton and Wyatt again, gone are Lowry and Reed, in are Wooden and Brooks. And Jonathan Ford could potentially see some playing time. I would expect that to happen as well. So those six to me are interesting. Now, Slayton and Wyatt, I very much expect to play better than what Lowry and Reed did in those same snaps a season ago. So I think that's going to be a net positive. However, I think Wooden and Brooks are going to be worse than what Slayton and Wyatt were at that number four and number five spot a season ago. So Ultimately, I think this is pro I would I would say closer to neutral, but I do think this is better because I think Kenny Clark can play so much better than he did a season ago, and I think he will. And then I think you're gonna see Slayton and Wyatt take some pretty significant jumps. And I think Wooden and Brooks are going to be able to fill in and play a role on this defense in some capacity as well. So I'm gonna say that group is actually better than the five point one five grade than they put up a season ago. right, at edge, last year you had Preston Smith, Kingsley Nibari, Jonathan Garvin, Ladarius Hamilton, Kobe Jones, I forgot about Kobe Jones, Uh, Justin Hollins, and Rashawn Gary put up a negative 5.05. This is the offensive line version on the defensive side of the ball. If Rashawn Gary can get healthy and play anywhere near well enough, there is a 0.0% chance that a edge group of Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Lucas Van Ness, JJ and and then depth of, you know, Hollins and maybe even a Brenton Cox after that grades, negative 5.05 or worse. That group is going to be much improved if they're healthy. And if Rashawn Gary can come back and be Rashawn Gary, that would be a huge boost for this defense, but Preston can be a little bit better. Vanessa is going to be good. Like I think any is going to take a step. I expect that group to be way, but way, way, way better than what they were a season ago, assuming that Rashawn Gary is able to come back and make that impact. Linebacker last year, Devondre Campbell, Chris Barnes, Quay Walker, um, Wilson, and McDuffie had a negative 7.10 grade a season ago. All right, this year, you've got Campbell and Quay again. You've got McDuffie and Wilson again. Really, the only difference is Chris Barnes is gone and Carpenter is in. It's Carpenter, right? He moves from safety to linebacker. So At that linebacker group, I think Campbell's going to play much better than he did a season ago. I think Quay is going to be at least better. How much remains to be seen, but I think he's going to be better. And then I think if, if Wilson even sticks around and McDuffie, I think that group's going to be basically be the same. I would expect Carpenter to at least play as well as Chris Barnes did a season ago if needed. So I think that stays the same, but I expect Quay and Campbell to play much better than they did a season ago. At corner, last year you had Jair, Nixon, Stokes, SJC, Ballantyne, and Razul Douglas, grade one45 this year, you still have Jair Douglas, Nixon Stokes when he comes back from injury. You still have Ballantyne and you've got Carrington Valentine. You've got Keandre Thomas, Shamar Charles, and we'll see how those you know ultimately grade out, but. Negative 1.45 a season ago, Jair can be another one of those plus tens just on his own, and nobody else combined should be worse than that. So this is a group that I think that can still grade much better than they did last year, starting with Jair. Razul playing just on the outside is going to be better. I'm bullish on Keyshawn in the slot. I think Stokes can you know come back and play better than what he did a season ago. They're, the depth is questionable but that is still a negative seven or excuse me a, sorry negative 1.45 grade from what they had a season ago I think that can be um, a lot better just based on Jair almost in and of himself so I'm cool with where Corners at and them being better in 2023 as well. Then we'll end with, well, we'll get to special teams in just a second, but safety, you had Adrian Amos, Rudy Ford, Micah Abernathy, Innis Gaines, Tariq Carpenter, Jonathan Abram for like a couple weeks, and Darnell Savage, grade negative 9.0 last year, collectively. This year, you've got Savage, Ford, Tavarius Moore, Jonathan Owens, Anthony Johnson Jr., Innis Gaines, maybe Dallin Leavitt gets some snaps as well. Hopefully not, at least at safety. Uh, that's your group. Negative nine is a really bad grade they're a really bad group on paper at safety. Can they just be okay? Can they just be okay? If they can be okay, grade negative three, negative four, that's still bad, but that's a significant step better than they were a season ago. I think they can get there. I think Savage in a contract year has the opportunity to play well. Everyone else is basically in a contract year as well. So can you get one of those veterans to step up, whether it be Jonathan Ford or Rudy Ford, whether it be Tavarius Moore, whether it be Jonathan Owens, maybe it's an Anthony Johnson Jr. as a rookie. Maybe it's an NS Gaines. I don't really care who, but they've got to find two guys that can grade better than negative, you no, know, negative 9.0 from a season ago. That's still one that's going to be tough, but I think they can be better. And then special teams, I don't grade special teams. I think going to the new kicker and Anders Carlson from Mason Crosby, Crosby had a pretty good season a year ago. I think that's going to be a little bit of a step back, but the fact that you get Rich Pasashi in year two, Hopefully, you know, Matt Orzick just takes the long snapper job and runs with it. And you don't have to worry about that spot anymore. You have a full year of Keyshawn Nixon as a kick returner, but it's really that second year under Rich Passaccia. Last year was, you know, laying the foundation. This year, I think we're going to see the fruits of that labor. And I think the special team is going to be improved as well. So overall, we look at this quarterbacks seeing an interesting one, Right. I think running back can be better. Wide receiver, slightly interesting, but I think that can be better. Tight end, I think is going to be great, at least a little bit worse. Offensive line should be massively better. Defensive line around the same. Edge, massively better. Linebacker, better. Corner, better. Safety, hopefully better. Special teams, I think better. So overall, I think this is a better team. I think it's a better roster, and I think it's a team that's going to grade better than they did a season ago. And usually, by the way, the better grade translates to more wins. Now, how much remains to be seen? I think their schedule is easier, their travel is easier. It's just how well can Jordan Love play? And can he guide this team? Can he limit the turnovers? And can they make him a playoff contending team? I think it's going to be close. That's why I say eight and nine still makes sense. I think overall, you sort of balance out with Aaron being gone, um, but with some better, I think, talent and just some, I think some better play this year. So I expect a very similar year, but just going through it, I think this roster is kind of better and it would not surprise me if they played better than that eight and nine mark. However, I will say this last thing, I'll close with this. So yes, they were eight and nine a season ago, but had it not like been for that four game win streak before the lions game and you know that that four and one end of the season, like this was a, this was a bad football team up until that point. And if that was a little bit more fool's gold than what we're thinking, then maybe that changes the calculus as well. But I like right around that 500 mark. And it's just now, do they get a game or two ahead of that? Or do they get a game or two behind that? And that's what's all ultimately going to decide the Packers fate along with probably some injuries as well in 2023. That's going to do it for me today. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll be right back here tomorrow. Don't miss it. Hit subscribe. But until next time, and as always, Go Pack Go!
2: No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat